Welcome to the Whiskey Warehouse Podcast. I'm Dylan. I'm Nick. And uh, today we are going to go over uh, the Whiskey of the Year from 2020. And uh, didn't really get out. Well, it was Whiskey of the of the Year in like the Whiskey Bible, which is uh, not really uh, a source, I guess, anymore for anybody who's drinking whiskey because of their sexist um comments and stuff like that that were in the book so a lot of people didn't find out about this particular whiskey um until later in the year and i think we bought this this year didn't we nick uh we did the guy you're talking about is uh jim murray right i think so yeah there's a lot of shit going on with him but uh yeah a lot of you bourbon drinkers probably have never heard of this uh because it's a canadian rye whiskey Actually, 100% rye mash bill, and it's 66% uh, cask strength, and uh, we reviewed it. We liked it a lot, and now we're kind of revisiting it. Yeah, it's a uh, pretty good product. Um, it's definitely like one of the better ryes that we've had. I wouldn't say it's the best, but it's it's pretty good. Definitely uh, up there. I, yeah, I enjoy the heat. So, have you poured yours already? Not yet. Uh, I actually have to take a step away from the mic for a second because I need to get a different rye to kind of get rid of the spices from the tacos that I ate tonight. Oh, kind of a palate cleanser. Yeah. Gotcha. Shouldn't take too long, though. It'll just be a second. Yeah, All right. I'll, right here. I'll try to entertain you guys while Dylan's doing that. So this is, comes from Alberta Distillers in Alberta... Calgary, Canada. It's a limited edition, and each year they release a certain uh, batch. This is batch two. Batch one was sixty-five point one percent, I believe, and I think that was uh, very sought after. And this, um, I guess, in the whiskey community, wasn't as good, but I still liked it a lot. We liked it a lot. I mean, it, in a lot of like the bourbon groups and stuff that I'm in, it did get a ton of attention. Right, yeah. A lot of people were like, if you can get to, get to. And I think when I went to go buy the uh, bottle that I got, it was like only only one per person. Did you get yours at O'Brien's? I did. Yeah, me too. There's more on the shelf too. I should have gotten two. Yeah. Well, I mean, at least, like, at least other people were able to try it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Nick, for my first pour, I'm going to go with one of our personal favorites. I'm what, going. Ragged? No, 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 not Ragged Branch. I don't want to go like, I don't want to go too high. Uh, going Sazerac? No, I'm going Pinhook right on. Okay, gotcha. 97 proof. So it should help clean the cleanse the palate a little bit and uh, get us ready for this. 66% behemoth of a of a whiskey. <laughs> yes. I'll go you ahead know? and do a hot cleanser, okay. too. Yeah, there you I go. Pick, I picked up some mellow corn over the weekend. Uh-huh. So I'll go ahead and pour some of that. Oh, you have to get that. Right. Dude, this stuff was like 12 bucks. Awesome price. And it's uh, a bib, 100 proof. <laughs> Yeah, the good stuff. Can't beat it. Um, let's see here. Where am I going? Oh, today. This is kind of funny that you chose to do a ride today. Hmm. Because for the first time in years, I had some rye bread. Oh, yeah? It was fucking delicious. We just buy it from the store? No, one of my buddies that I at, at work, uh, he... He bought a sandwich and then he took a bite out of the bread and he was like, this bread's disgusting. And I was like, <laughs> okay. So it's like, do you want it? And I was like, uh, I'll try a piece. I haven't had rye bread in years. And he was like, okay, well, here you go. And he handed it to me. I took a bite out of it. I was like, Jesus, this is freaking delicious. Like, it was so awesome, dude. Yeah, some people like rye, some don't. I mean, it's definitely unique, but like rye bread does not taste like rye whiskey. It's I like mean, bitter and like 
earthy, I would say. It, it's very nice, though, in the way that, like, you get, like, a... I'm trying to think of, like, the right the right word here. Um, it's definitely better, but it's also, like, a toasted, like, barley kind of flavor that comes off from it, too. It's very, very nice on the palate, honestly. Like, it would probably be a really good palate cleanser, just because of how, like, unique the flavor is. Right. Would you say that, like, rye whiskey is kind of like a watered-down flavor of rye bread? No, no. It's I mean, they're kind of polar opposites, because rye bread is, like, it's the straight grain. Gotcha. Uh, but, like, rye whiskey does not taste the same at all. I will say that 100% does not taste the same. I'm going to have to try me some rye bread here, bread here soon, then, because it's been years for me, too. Mm-hmm. I remember, like, when I was younger, I didn't really care for it. But I could have eaten a whole loaf today. It was that good. Damn. Ooh, this pin hook is good. And it's helping because it, now, like, every, every like, uh, nerve, like, we'll call them micro nerves because I don't really know what they're called. But there's, like, everything that this whiskey just hit that had, like, jalapeno and, like, uh, all the different spices and stuff that were in the taco, they just lit up. And I, I felt it the whole way down. And it honestly drank like this uh, 66% that we're going to try here in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Whiskey and spicy stuff doesn't really mix. No. I mean, if you're going to do it, it's got to be like light, light whiskey. Yes. Um. So we're, we'll talk about this, <clears throat> this distillery. We're looking at a picture of it online right now. And uh, you on can see Discord? all the warehouses. Yes, on our Discord. Yeah, come uh, join Discord, guys, and we uh, talk about whiskey every day. Come join the conversation. Our link is in every one of our YouTube videos. Or just search the Whiskey Warehouse on Discord. Did you see that Sam uh, said that the one that we have posted with our videos right now are not uh, up to par? I did. So what I found out is that um, each like invitation link has like a seven day expiration window. So mm-hmm. I changed it to like to not expire and I made a new link. So I've been working on adding that link to each one of our videos. So our most recent ones has it on there, but I- I'm still okay. working on getting them on the other hundred videos we have. Yeah, we got a lot. Yeah. Like we haven't reviewed in like two months now, I feel like. Yeah, it just and, goes to show how much we like backed up because I still have like seven or eight videos to release. Holy shit. Yeah. Nick, do you see this? Is that, <laughs> are those buses? Yeah, school buses. There's a whole bunch so, of them. So where's the distillery? Right here. <laughs> oh, so it's like right next right to right a bus the depot or something? Something. Mud Urban Potters. Kind of interesting, I guess. So, where in Canada is Calgary? Uh, let's take a look. It's in Alberta, Nick. Oh, I know Alberta, but Su- like what? The southern side, like the southwestern side, it looks southwestern like. Southwestern side? Just above Montana. Okay, got gotcha. Big sky country. Damn. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Regions of Canada, man. No, nobody does. I mean, like you know, the United States, Canada's Canada. There's right. no like Saskatchewan or Manitoba or Ontario or Quebec or like Newfoundland. I know. Yeah, I know Ontario and Quebec or Quebec, however you say it. But that's about it, really. None. None of but. <laughs> <laughs> None of it. That's a weird uh, territory there. Northwestern Territories, the Yukon. That's wild. Can you imagine if Canada decided to like join the United States? Be massive. Look at how much look at how much land they have and like all of it is not taken up. This like, fuck ton, man. Even like a decent sized city in Canada is not like as big as a city in the United States. It's not as densely populated, yeah. Yeah. 
I bet land's just, super cheap too. Yeah, it's just a lot more spread out up there. I bet it's beautiful, dude. It is. I'm sure it is. Uh, Fond du Lac. Ooh, that looks kind of cool. You get free healthcare too, right? Yeah, I, I free to the taxpayer, right? Right. That's really what it is. Uh, holy crap. Can you hear Elijah? No. Okay, cool. Is he screaming? He is pretty pissed. He's been moody today. Uh, okay, let's see here. Let's go to the distillery thing. Does it say when they opened? Like, that'd be nice to know. Well, this is only batch two. Of that, but people have been drinking freaking Alberta <laughs> Premium for forever. Or just yeah. the regular forty percent. Origins, I do, yeah. I do love the bottle. Let's listen. Let's check out the history, the home of Canadian whiskey. Uh, da, 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 For you, like saying. Crown Royal drinkers and Canadian Misk or whatever, this isn't your typical rye whiskey. This is like authentic from Canada rye whiskey that they like distill there and age yeah. there. This is like the good stuff. Like uh, the regular uh, stuff that's like, like around us is like watered down and Americanized. And mm-hmm. Speaking st- of Americanized, oh, Pendleton. Sorry. Yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure they source too. I'd be interested. Like, are interesting? Yes, I'm a legal drinking age. Are you kidding me? Come on. Well, speaking of sourcing, I think Whistlepig sources their rye grain from Alberta. Not entirely That's... sure. I just heard a rumor about that. I mean, it'd be interesting because, like, Whistlepig is from the United States and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They're working on. Getting on in their own juice, but oh, it's all gonna take a while. 12 year rye, ooh, that's 80 proof, though. Ah, come on, Pend- Pendleton Premium Select Midnight 90 proof, okay, 20 year. Jeez, oh, come on, dude, 80 proof. God, 80 what? proof. Jeez, there's not going to be any character in those. It's I mean, I'm sure, they're, I'm sure they're delicious because when I was reading up about them before, they were trying to like model it after bourbon. Okay. So I'm sure that they're using new charred oak barrels. So even though it's going to be watered down, kind of like Elijah Craig 18's watered down for sure. Um, I'm sure it's probably still pretty tasty. Elijah Craig 18 is still 90 proof. Yeah, least, but I mean, but I guess yeah, I get what you're saying. I mean, it, essentially, like what you're looking at with these Canadian whiskeys is that it would be um, kind of like any other whiskey in the world where like the United States is basically doing the high proof stuff and everybody else is like proofing it down, making it a little bit more like. About the money. Yeah, I guess. Or like making it so that like everybody's able to get their share. I mean, I guess, but they're uh, kind of going for quantity, not quality. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I look at like the the bottles that they have available from Pendleton, it looks like it would be made like in like Wyoming or or like uh, Montana, just or somewhere the, uh, like that. West Coast. Yeah, because I mean, you got like the horse bucking up a dude. Says let's buck. Um, looks like a regular like bourbon bottle. It does. Like that is a sick bottle right there. I kind like smoke wagon. I like that bottle. Yeah, I love glass etchings on bottles. Looks amazing. I bet that that's some really good rye too. Like it even though it's is. eighty proof, it's probably like amazing. Well, I'm going to go ahead and pour myself up. Let's do it. And then we can go to our favorite review channel and see what they have to say about. All right. Here's a little uh, funny thing about Alberta premium cast strength rye. It is a premium whiskey, limited edition, but it has a screw top. 
Yes. Which is such a disappointment when you pay sixty something dollars for a bottle, <laughs> and then you un un like do the uh, what's it called the uh, packaging? Uncorking. Well, you like it's not really an uncorking. You peel back like the the tax stamp at the top, and you're thinking like this is about to be a sick cork, and then boom, you're hit with the freaking screw top, and it makes it it kind of cheapens it. I feel like even though it's it, like a a high dollar whiskey, it feels like it's cheap. <laughs> Dude, it's so weird because the bottle design is beautiful, the whiskey is delicious, and then they go screw cap. I don't understand their logic. I mean, I'd be interested, like, with what they have in here. And is that just a Canadian whiskey thing? I don't know. Screw tops? Because I know Crown Royal does screw top, Canadian Mist does screw top, Seagram 7 does screw top. There's, um,. What were you just showing? Pendleton. Do they do screw tops too? No, that's a cork top. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean this it looks like Alberta mainly does rise. Kind of like yeah. what you're saying with whistle pig. Um Dark Horse Canadian whiskey. Just Canada made they make a vodka. Yep. I don't know what this is. Full body rye. So yeah, it seems like they're like a vodka rye company instead of being like a overall whiskey company. Right. Which is fine because I mean, if you're good at making rye, then stick to it. They they are very good. I'm gonna review the score in the '90s. So, Nick. Do you have your phone? That's not your phone buzzing? No, no, no. I'm saying it is probably my it is my phone. We're getting oh. uh we just got something posted. This is kind of cool. Um to our Instagram from okay. Lone LM Whiskey. Oh. Lone Elm Whiskey. You should try our juice. We're 90% Texas soft red winter wheat and 10% malted barley, four year aged and Smaller new American oak barrels with a number three chart. Interesting. Hit them up, dude. We're going to have to. I mean, at that point, it's like, hey, uh, we're not going to be able to find it here. How about you send us a sample and we'll talk about it later? Yeah, just be like, you know, we always love to explore new whiskeys. Um, You're not available in our area. So could you send us a small couple samples? Yeah, send us a bottle. We'll we'll kill it. (laughs) Hell yeah, dude. That's a really cool thing, though. I mean, we just got hit up, so that's yeah, different. That's always cool, man. Um, yeah, sorry. Uh, I know it scored in the 90s for us. Um, I love the color. I know that played like a huge part in it because it's very nice. Yeah, it's like a beautiful color. Yeah, it's in my glass. It's like a dark gold amber color, sort of. It's not as dark as like an American barrel proof, but it's still a nice color. No, like Elijah Craig is way darker than this. Oh, yeah. Elijah Craig's like red, dude. Yeah. Oh, the good stuff. Um, this is a hundred percent rye, so there's yep. nothing else in here. That's kind of cool because most of the ryes that we drink, I feel like, are painted with oh, other things. Funny thing, whistle pigs ryes are also one hundred percent rye. Mm. So another kind of you know Hint. link. Why is this like right in the freaking middle of this? Fucking ass, dude. <laughs> Oh, uh, no, no. They're like, hey, you can't read this. Sorry. Buy one, get one 50% off. There we go. Yeah, that was kind of stupid. Like, what the heck? Um, So, Nick, they say on the nose, vanilla custard, green apple, mint, honey, light spice, and straightforward. All right. Um, I'm going in for the nose. Yeah, me too. I could definitely see green apple. I don't know yeah, if, that, I, that, if I'm that, getting vanilla custard, though. Green apple is the first thing I smell. And I do get mint. Yeah, it goes green apple, then it's kind of followed by the mint. Oh, you know what? It, there definitely is like a vanilla scent. That's kind of mixed with the honey. Very creamy, creamy vanilla scent. There's a light spice. There's like a nice like bit of oak. And get some caramel, the- too. 
It smells like candy. Yeah, dude, it does. I don't know what candy, like m- maybe like a caramel apple sucker. Yeah, maybe without the apple, maybe. No, because you get like the. I got green apple. Like, oh, right. right yeah. Front, like yeah. a nice, what, like. Yeah, what hmm. am I saying? Yeah, you're right. And then there's like a nice bit of rye that hits you in the nose, too. It's a very nice punch. I think the alcohol vapors kind of help, too, in creating this sensation in your nose that you didn't really think that you would get. It's a little woody on the nose, too. It's very subtle, though. You know what it smells like is when you cut a cedar board. Kind of has like that. Kind of scent. Yeah, that's what exactly what it reminds me. It does. It smells very, very tasty. It kind of smells like uh, Henry McKenna a little bit. Dang, dude. I just got it too close to my nose. It hurts. (laughs) (laughs) Drink your whiskey. Don't snort it. It it smells like a dessert. Like this would be a great bourbon with some ice cream on the side. Some like, dude, fucking green apple pie with some ice cream. Yeah. Um, that would be with this, like, on. oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Dude, when I made my bourbon apple pie, it was like, that was the best apple pie I ever had in my life. And it was made with Weller and Ooh. something else, I think. And it was just, like, buttery goodness. Sarah was eating some ice cream and drinking some Buffalo Trace at the same time. And she's like, this is so good. I'm like, yeah. He's like, I can't feel the burn at all. And she, like, freaking chucks glass of it (laughs) (laughs) i mean you know milk kind of helps like die down heat that's why people drink it after they eat hot stuff is it helps like with the nerves and stuff like that right all right buddy i am done talking about this i'm i want to be about this yeah i do let's Let's uh, chug it let's get that first uh first sip sounds good cheers buddy Ooh, man. Oh, it's so hot. Ooh. It's a good hot, though. Mm. There's uh, a nice, like, vanilla. It looks like a, it's a caramel bomb. Mm. Caramel vanilla bomb. It's like a lot of cream. Like, like it's definitely creamy. Like, salty, creamy kind of flavor in the initial pour the first like little bit was very hot but it opens up so nicely like it's it's a welcome hot it's not a uh like oh put this away this is too hot hot like this is a nice like that right smooth burn have you had one of those uh chocolate bars with like peppers in it Mm -mm. that's kind of what this I get that kind of note. That's not the main note. Well, that's kind of what I'm getting, like spicy chocolate. There is a... That rye is so nice. Like, it goes down so easy. Dude, it's so smooth. Mm. I'm trying I can to think feel of, it all the way down. The finish is amazing. I'm trying to, like, think of everything that's in here, but there is so much. Like, they said hearty nut. I don't get, like, a nuttiness at all. No, there's no nuts. You do taste the rye some maple of course if you're getting rye grain you're going to get rye spice right right and then they go excellent mouthfeel this is not a dry um whiskey like when no. it goes, it's not it's like creamy. it doesn't like take your taste buds out and dry them and freaking hang them up on the clothesline this is uh it's not oily but it's not dry it's like a very it's nice it's right in the middle it's like a creamy creamy goodness now they say the finish should be candied apple, and I could see that. Uh, I get leather, a little bit I, of that. I do not get any leather. Uh, there is a nice oakiness to it. No nut, like we talked about. Uh, slightly dry. No. Uh, very, very nice. Do you remember when we reviewed this? And the main note we got was cinnamon. I thought that the main note on this was uh, spearmint. It's definitely spearmint. I think you're right. Yeah. 
and confusing. I remember it being like a mint bomb at one point in time. At, I like to say that I'm getting some spearmint now. I get none of it right now. So there's actually, I just noticed this, there is tasting notes on the box. Ah, yes. So the color is amber gold. The aroma is sweet, woody, and oaky with a hint of vanilla. The taste is exceptionally smooth, which it is, with mm -hmm. notes of caramel, vanilla, and a hint of chocolate balanced with the spiciness of raw and black currant. Weird. I don't get any fruit on this. Mm -mm. Except for... You get an apple. That's about right. It. Yeah, I mean like dark fruits. Yeah, but uh, and then it says the finish is smooth and lingering, which is very pleasant. With the complexity of spice, warm vanilla, dark fruit that keeps you coming back for more. I do not get that dark fruit. Now, I will say this: <clears throat> this this bottle would be so easy to kill, and you got to think about that when I say that. This is a barrel-proof cask strength. Rye, this is sitting at 132, and so I'm saying that, good. that this would be so easy to kill. If uh, I had another bottle of this, this would have been gone already. This is a uh, solid number two for me. Uh, number one being uh, either I think it would have to be Ragged Branch Rye. Um, I'd have to do a side by side the complexity, but this comes second. Only because the Ragged Branch Rye is so unique and different. It is. This is nice. But this is pretty complex as well. It is, but I'm I... Just on different notes. I'm not feeling like I would sit down. Like I just don't drink this because I know that we're limited on this. I'm not drinking Ragged Branch because I just don't want to wait to order another bottle. <laughs> right. Yeah, I know. I mean, it was two days. It took two days for my stuff to get here from there. That's but, it? Like, yeah. Damn, that's quick. Yeah, but at the same time, like, I don't think that, like, wild turkey, rare breed, rye, even stacks up anywhere close to these. Well, I don't know. It's pretty good. That's one of my top favorites, too. This I love the barrel for fries, man. They're so good. They gave this a three. What? Yeah. Out of Dude. five, like that's nuts. Because it, I mean, this would get like a at least a four from me, maybe a four and a half. At least a four, dude. Let's. let's What'd they give that. a rare breed? Let's find out. This is breaking bourbon, by the way. I'm gonna say they gave it a three. I'm gonna say three and a half. <laughs> oh, you're right. Yes. Damn. What about a? Uh, I I know. Uh, Ragged Branch Rye? Do you think they've done that? I don't know. We can check. I mean, they've got all their stuff listed, so... Right. And they, I think they've been putting out more and more reviews. I mean, they got a shit ton, man. They do... Yes. They're on the grind. Dude, they got so many now. It used to be like you could just scroll through and find it. P... Come on, P. Yeah. What do you want P? You want R. Well, I'm I'm just going through like trying to figure out. So ragged branch, I don't think it's keep going down. No, it's not. Shit. What it are they doing? Not. We're gonna have to write them. We Ooh. yeah, we're gonna have to. Oh, they got pinhook. Yeah, so we can check it against that. Okay, that's gotta right. be a four, man. It's got two. Two and a half. What? what? No <laughs> way. Do they have rise humor? This is one of our favorites, Nick. What the fuck? Let's see if they have it. Uh, vertical series bourbon, bourbon and rye, bohemian bourbon. They do not no, have. They don't have the right on. Or the right humor, I mean. Yeah. Damn. Well, I mean, everybody has different palates. So it's just kind of groundbreaking Let's... that they think it's that bad. I mean, that's one of our favorite whiskeys. Yeah, not just rise. I mean, I had to buy me a bottle of the right on because it's so good. Yeah, like it's a nice punch in the mouth of rye. It is. I don't, I don't know how you you do that. Let's see if our buddies at Rickhouse Ramblings have done. 
Well, they're kind of advertising Ragged Branch, so I'm, I'm sure they have. They do a lot of stuff with Ragged Branch, but they also do a lot of picks. Okay. So it's kind of cool. Oh, she could do a pick. Be that awesome. would be dope. Well, now I'm so, I'm kind of mad at freaking Breaking Bourbon. Like, how do you not have Ragged Branch on there? I mean, it's a, it's a growing brand, but like... Maybe they've never heard of it, because they, they're too focused on like the bigger, rarer brands. And that's so focused on like the local state brands. I mean, come on, dude. Come on, Nick. They're missing out. They are. You gotta write them, dude. I'm going to. I'll I'll send them an email like, hey, I know you guys like love bourbon and stuff like that, but you're missing out on some stuff that's coming out in Virginia. Excuse me. They don't even have like a I think once our video review of the ride comes out, that'll be the first. I think That's we already right. had that. We we have that come out already, right? It's uh, no. I think that's coming. That's the next one in line coming out next week. I, are you sure? I'm pretty sure. Here, actually, I can check. I have it on my computer. Here's a review. So I'm releasing the Caribbean Reserve Glen Livet this week. Mm-hmm. And yep, the Ragged Branch Rise coming up next, following by Indian Whiskey and some other other ones. Interesting. Indian whiskey. Yeah. Oh, we did that review. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be a fun one. That feels like forever ago. It was, dude. It was like three months ago. Uh, okay. We stacked up. These notes <clears throat> of Ragged Branch Rye. Marbled rye bread. Malt. Taste marbled rye bread and cocoa. Uh, I can see that. On that, man. Yeah, there's a lot going on in there, but Whoever did this, urban and like, banter. Never heard of them. No. Rye spice is evident through the experience. No, not overwhelming, but a nice burn. Rye bourbon lovers and bottled share with rye bourbon lovers and bottled and bond geeks. Worth the price at about fifty MSRP. It is right in line with other craft rye whiskeys. It's above most, if not all. Uh all rye whiskeys. I'm not just saying most craft. I'm saying it's it's there. That's kind of a very simple review. Yeah. Well, let's see what they say about this one. Oh, they just said chocolate, malt, and cocoa powder on the freaking signature. What? Well, what are these people doing? Do they, <laughs> do they know? Like, go go to like a popular whiskey. Like, a, I don't know. Go to like a. Uh... Like a Buffalo Trace or something. Something that we know very well. Oh, yeah. Hold on. And we'll see what they say. Kind of interested. Oh, you wanted to see on their website. Yeah, yeah. Okay. What was it Uh, called? Bourbon and Banter. Bourbon and banter. Because it seems like they're just a couple simple folk. I'm not trying to throw shade or nothing, but it just seems like a couple, you know, pretty simple. Oh, because these things are super complex and like they are, yeah. It's not like they suck. No, not at all. They, like the review makes it sound like they're terrible. Yeah, only a few notes. I mean you should at least have five notes on like even the most simple the simplest bourbon. I can't even find just like a regular Buffalo Trace because they've got it all lumped in together. Like you guys, come on. You got to organize your website a little bit better. This is too much. And I'm not trying to be an asshole. Why can't I did? I've typed in Buffalo Trace. Uh, What's another bourbon we know very well? Here, let's check this out. Jack Daniels Rye single barrel. Yeah, they just don't have anything like going on here, man. Try Weller. We know that one pretty well too. We'll go special reserve. Okay. Okay, single barrel. That's it. That's the only no one, one can get that. Are you kidding me? Man. Screw that. 
Well, let's see what they say. Freshly popped can of Lysol on the first <laughs> week of quarantine that you managed to snag for retail. A Guyanese grape flavor aid, nutmeg, apparently. The taste, TNT lace Swiss Miss. What the fuck? Gentle whisper of cinnamon. And a McRib washed down with the shamrock <laughs> shake. Is this like a bit? I don't know. I feel like they're joking. Feel like, what the hell? Like Sofia Vergara. Slowly drinking a Diet Pepsi, refusing to break eye contact on the finish. Spicy Popeye's chicken sandwich. But like before you could easily get it. So it tasted way better. What the fuck is going on in this review? I feel like they're trying to be funny because none of this makes sense. It's like we're saying, the, yeah, dude, this, this bourbon smells like, you know, when you go to like a Macy's like makeup counter. Yeah. Like what the, what the hell? That's weird. There's no way. I mean, keep maybe your hands they, on it by any means possible. Especially if you want to reserve a spot on the Hale Bob Comet when it comes around. As the press release says, Weller fans have been jonesing for a single barrel version. What the press release didn't say is how many of these fans are already lined up to sell their extra kidney. Come on, dude. Give us yeah, a don't. like give us a fucking review. I'm done with the site, dude. That had to be like a it's joke. trash. That's that's a joke. I think the joke is that they're never gonna get it, and they kind of like did like a spoof review. Like they're salty, right? They're salty about it, and they're just like, girl, "Well, it, it tastes like this." Girl, the fuck up. I don't know, man. And you can't even do like, "Oh, we'll we'll tr- we'll look at Blanton's." Hey, guess what, Nick? Okay, you can't. Why? I, every fucking bottle of Blanton's tastes different. Well, they got. I mean. Yeah, they're single barrels, but they got like somewhat similar notes. They try to keep it as. These are like the most basic fucking reviews. Do they have fucking Jim Beam or like Evan Williams Bib or Maker's Mark? Any of that shit? I don't know. They have like the hardest to find bourbons. This is just bullshit. Well, enough about that. Let's <laughs> let's get back to the uh, the whiskey and stop shit talking bourbon and banter. Even though <laughs> their side's kind of like a shit show, mm-hmm. breaking bourbon all the way, dude. Mm-hmm. Chicken cock, I got that. Yeah, we, but we're, I'm not familiar with that. So that's on our list to review. There's that stuff. Oh, that's Remus. Never mind. I thought that was the Belf, Belfort or whatever you got. Oh, yeah. I'm excited to try that. I mean, it sounds good. Pecan barrels? Yeah. Texas pecan barrels. Sounds delicious. Okay, this is one we're familiar with. Okay, Uncle Nearest. And they don't have a review. Oh, here we go. Black pepper, maple syrup, hint of spearmint, and anise. Surprisingly yeah. not oak forward for an 11-year-old. It's 11 years old? Oh, that wasn't the one that we had. We had this Oh, one. okay. Produced by Uncle Nearest, currently using source whiskey from an undisclosed distillery. Not rumored to be George Dickel. This was rumored to be Jack Daniels. Okay. I thought they worked with Jack Daniels. So wouldn't they, they source they from do. Jack Daniels? They wouldn't do that. They wouldn't do this. It wouldn't come from George Dickel. Yeah, uh, this was in 2019, so I guess whatever. Uh, taste blast of vanilla sweetness on the palate. The Lincoln County process prevalent? No, that's not. It tastes more like bourbon than anything. Doesn't even come close to freaking Jack Daniels and flavor. No, it's just so, it has so much flavor, dude. Familiar flavor from the sugar maple charcoal filtering. Eh, I don't think so. 
Mm, bottle, bar, or bust? Bar. And try it for yourself. Oh, no. that's kind of a cool thing. Like, would you buy a bottle of it, get it at a bar, or just pass on it? I mean, this is definitely one that, like, I mean, they sent us the bottle, and it was delicious. I'd buy a bottle of it. It had the funds. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and it's not hard to get. It's just, I mean, it's better than I think that a lot of places would probably give it. Um, yeah, we're talking for. about the called nearest, uh, what is it, 1856? Yeah. Yeah. It's like a premium Tennessee whiskey. It's so if you like Jack Daniels or George Dickel, this will blow you out of the water. It's very delicious. Very good. We reviewed it. If you want to see that, just look it up on and YouTube it's, channel. I mean, nothing's better than a free bottle of whiskey, but like when it's actually good whiskey and it makes it even better. Hell yeah. Sight. Um, Nick, how was your trip? It was fun, dude. Uh, ran into a few liquor stores that had some good stuff, obviously, and found the Kirkland small batch at Costco. Nice. Got you a bottle, got Trent a bottle, got myself a bottle. Nice. You I was get, hoping to. F- you didn't get three for yourself? No. <laughs> I mean, it's that, a liter. That would have been dope. I feel like it's a little overkill. Oh, it's a liter. Yeah, it's a liter, dude. For 30 bucks? Yeah. That's a good deal. It's awesome, dude. And it's from also, 1792 Distillery or whatever. Part it is. A which little I collaboration. Just, just found out with Sazerac, so that's fucking weird. Sazerac owns everything. They, they really do. I was hoping to find the Bottle and Bond, and um, they had another one. I can't remember what it was. Maybe a Barrel Proof? No. Arai? I don't know. There's three that they released, but they only had the small batch. I mean, I'll take what I can get because, I mean, really, we don't get those around us. So No, you'd have to go to Florence. Yeah. I mean, that's still too, that's too far. It's far, dude. So how's your uh, job going, dude? It's different. I mean, I'm off tomorrow, so that's good. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not what I expected. I will say that. So I thought that so, I would be like walking around the store, um, you know, helping out customers and stuff like that, which I still get to help out customers, but it's not in the capacity that I thought that it would be. Uh, it's more along the lines of like restocking stuff and then um, making stuff look good. So Dylan just got a job at Meyer, and yeah. so you're just restocking? Yeah. Basically. Putting up displays and restocking. Not bad. I mean, it, I, bad. No. There, it, it's a lot of like being on your feet and like walking around and listening to people and whatever. It's sometimes it seems like most of the time, like you'll be on your own. Right. So, Unless you're not being micromanaged. Uh, kind of. I mean, you are, you are, but you're not. <laughs> like, you, uh, I wish I could describe it. Like, you are micromanaged, but not in like the capacity where they're constantly over your shoulder it's more like every 20 minutes they'll come back and if you're not where you're supposed to be when they get there then they'll they're going to call you and ask you where the fuck you are oh so it's like you know you might be helping out a customer but they'll tell you to call them (laughs) (laughs) so i mean it's a good job so far i mean i like the people and stuff like that and i mean it's not hard so that's good yeah Oh well. I mean, I, I can't really bad talk like bad mouth it because I'm an employer, and I don't really have anything bad to say as of yet. I guess we'll uh, stay tuned to that. Yeah. So uh, when I went up to Michigan, I brought some whiskey because you know, don't for yeah, emergencies. Yeah, of course. Uh, so I packed two flasks, one full of an Irish whiskey called. Writer's Tears, which is very good. And uh, Sticky likes his Irish whiskey. And the other one, I poured some 1792 Full Proof Store Pick. Mm-hmm. Very tasty. 125 proof, very hot. Mm-hmm. And it tasted very hot when I poured it. <laughs> and they loved it, dude. Sticky loves his bourbon. I mean... Basically, like, when he's drank with you, he's had all the good shit, dude. Yeah. 
I haven't even had the 1792 foolproof yet. You haven't. I still got it, dude. We'll review I thought, it. I thought we were saving that that crack for the review. I remember it was still closed when I came oh, over no, to your house that one time, and you were like, oh, I think we're going to wait to review that. Oh, no, dude. I cracked it when I got it. Oh, okay. That's how I roll. I don't like to keep bottles, you know, closed unless you refuse it's like to a share backup. Dude, I got it like half a bottle. <laughs> Jeez, Nick, <laughs> I've had my freaking bottle of 1792 single barrel for longer than you've had that thing. I still, I think I have more than you then. Dude, I, this is so much better, I'm telling you. Oh, I, it, I can't imagine. I mean, that, it some, is. that single it barrel is, is freaking dope. This is so good. Once you get, you get, it takes a couple sips because it is very fucking hot. Even for like 125, it's, but once you get past that, it's smooth feeling. So good. I bet. Uh, Nick, I want to give a shout out real quick. Go for it. What up, Sam? Thanks for uh, listening. I wonder. Does Sam put this on at the bar that he works in and people just listen to this in the background or like, does he have a headphone in? I feel like he has headphones in while he's working or something. I guess we'll find out. Sam, write down in the comments, you know, exactly uh, how you listen to our show. I'm interested. Sam, the man, our number one fan. He's pretty dope. I mean, he's always like commenting on our stuff and uh, letting us know what's, what's good to try. So. Yeah, he just gave me uh what was it? I told I was telling him about the St. Augustine mm-hmm. uh, distillery. And I got like a I got a three seventy five of the regular stuff and he was saying like how bad the water is down there and how big the like uh crap beer scene is down there. Mm-hmm. I kinda wanna go down there again just for that. Love craft beer. Maybe like if we go down and we, we meet Sam, we should bring him some of that carrot cake beer from uh sonder for me and sam i got i gotta bring him a bottle of something and when if we do that we gotta bring him some of that blueberry ice cream beer yeah i still have some i'll say we got a review to do by the way the uh ernmol's uh creamsicle ale from uh warped wing warped wing yeah how's that not as uh good as i remember really yeah. Is it not as sweet, too sweet? Uh, yeah, they definitely toned down the sweetness and up the bitterness. Oh, really? A lot of orange peel, like the like the orange oil, right? Peel is what you taste. And when we first had it, it was like it was like drinking a freaking creamsicle, like at, without the sweetness. Like it was more creamy than it was sweet. But Maybe this changed the recipe. I think that they just. I mean, it's hard to to get that stuff down at craft breweries when you make it once a year. So I would imagine probably something's changed the weather, like the funguses in the air, the heat. Yeah. There's just so much that can like change the way that the, the uh, yeast reacts with the beer. Um, Do you know the ABV on that? uh, I think it's 5%. Okay. Check it. How you spell it? Those creamy, creamy beers tend to be pretty good too. It's kind of a shame that it, you know, went downhill. Yeah, that's what I was looking for. It was like war cream. It's called war cream. No, I'm just. I thought that there would be more cream available. Five point four percent. Five point four. Okay. Let's see. Uh, IBU of 20, so that's really low. Light, creamy, sweet fruit. I did not think so. It was more bitter to me, but maybe we just got a bad can. Maybe. I don't, I li- I'd like to like revisit batch. it. We should review that. I got to go get another six-pack of it because we killed it okay. very quickly. Yeah, next time we get together, we'll be- review that, the blueberry beer, and we've got like 30 fucking bottles of whiskey to review. Yeah. It's not more. I mean, it looks like everyone enjoys it, but I think that when we had it at Cappy's, we had it on tap. And on tap oh, is always the way to go. It's and always it probably better. Just, it's so much better. It's so much more fresh. Way. and Yeah. 
you know. I did notice better. when I gave it like when I gave the can a sh- the can of shake, it kind of helped like open up a little bit of the flavors that I was missing. What do you mean a shake? While well, it was closed? No, 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 no. While it was open, I drank a little bit and I didn't really care for it. But then I took it and I kind of like gave it like a quick swish and helped like stir up the stuff in the inside of the can. And then after I t- took another sip, it was more like vanilla and creamy. Okay. But so maybe I mean, you was, just had to like shake it up first. I mean, it wasn't anything like it was that one time. And it, if, if that's going to be the case, then you got to put on there, please give like a light roll on the counter or something like that to mix the ingredients so that it'll taste better. Right. You can't just like say, Hey, it's ready to drink. Cause uh, what's it called? Blue moon. When you buy the bottles, it says on the bottle to give a roll. Really? Yeah. And it helps like get the, uh, the yeast and stuff like that. That's in there. Uh, it helps like increase the flavor. This is a whole thing. I'll, I'll just see if I can find it. I, I love think, how uh, we talk about so much shit. Belgian style beers are all like that. Cause, uh, Oberon, well, it's not Belgian style, but still a wheat ale. Yeah. Because it has little floaties at the bottom. You got to shake it up a little bit. Yeah. That's a whole thing, dude. I was reading about it and I think it was on their website. Uh, they're like, oh yeah, you're supposed to roll it. Oh, we went to Bill's Brewery in uh, Kalamazoo while we were there. And did, um, did you find Hop Slam? No, they didn't have it on tap. I was so disappointed. Thought that they would. So I I just got their hazy, which is it's decent, and uh, I got went to the gift shop and bought a pint of their. I forget what it's called, but it's a raspberry flavored Belgian style ale and it's 9% and it was fucking awful. <laughs> that sucks. And the front, yeah. it was like, it was fruity and good, but on the back it tasted like cough syrup. Did you, uh, did you get any Michigan whiskeys? None. Huh? Um, I did. I did run into some iron fish. Uh-huh. But it was so fucking expensive. Not the stuff we that I got, the the regular uh, caramel, you know, or the maple finish, the 80 percent. Yeah, it was like fifty bucks just for that. Sounds like fuck that. How much and then did they, you pay at Costco for that a year ago? Sixty bucks for the barrel proof. Yeah, and then but they had a like lot of different stuff, man. Um, um, I'm sure. We need they to get a, another bottle of the uh, Traverse City rye I and think see a, if it sucked the way that we thought it did or if we were just too young in our journey. Yeah, we, we definitely need to revisit that. Because I but, remember uh, we trashed that shit. Like, we were like, oh, that's gross. <laughs> we did. Like a pine bomb. Yeah. But uh, uh, Ironfish also had a cognac finish and some other really interesting ones. But the prices were just ridiculous. Like 70, 80 bucks for these bottles. Jesus. That's one of the main problems with craft distilleries. Yeah. I mean, well, they're at a disadvantage, but I feel like once they start getting bigger, they they just still don't even freaking. They don't budge. Yeah. They don't change their prices. Well, I, I would imagine, though, what it has to be is that they're like, okay, now we have enough money to expand to the next territory and start building our brand there. And then eventually, like, once they're in the whole United States and they're able to produce so much, they'll probably be like, okay, we can lower it now. But, like, even so, I mean, the lower the cost of the bottle, the more people are going to drink it. Because you're not hesitant. So, so like, you know, profitable. Can you imagine if for one whole year in the local area, you could buy that bottle for $14 and you're able to drink it, right? And you kind of get hooked on it. Well, and then like the next year they'd start charging like 45, but you know, you like it and it's local. You're going to buy it because you know, you like it. Exactly. Like you get hooked on it. I next did. thing you know, like you keep doing that and you like kind of create like a ripple effect throughout the country or maybe like 30 bucks, you know, like somewhere down there, like 45, 50 bucks for a regular bottle of bourbon. I don't know. Or for something you haven't had, but like, if you have had like, Oh, what am I thinking of here? Um, if you've had a bourbon 
and it's a craft distillery or something like that. I'm trying to think of like the best example. And it's 30 bucks, but then it shoots up to 50. So we'll say Weller Antique 107. Ernie McKenna, dude. That's yeah, a perfect that too. example. Like that was a $20 hike on both of those products. Cause yeah. Uh, what was it? The antique well, and the uh, special reserve were at the same price for a while. Yeah. And now and antique is freaking expensive as fuck. It's like, it's like 60 bucks. But it's good. And it people know it's good, good, so they're willing yeah. to pay the extra price. Yeah. So, uh, Nick, it is 7 o'clock. We've been at this for one hour. Um, it's time to call it quits here, bud, because I got to go help uh, help out with the kids. Okay, uh, one more thing. I did run into a uh, a very unique-looking bottle while I was in Michigan. It is called Lusty Claw. And it it's like a Blanton's looking bottle, but it has like an eagle's head on it. What's it called? Lusty Claw. It's a very eye-grabbing bottle, but I didn't want to pay 70 bucks for it. So I just walked away. I have seen pictures of this. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I never bought it. Like, but... I'd give it a try. I think that I read something about this, though, saying that the bottle is better than the bourbon. Yeah, that's never a good sign. Yeah. I mean, whatever, dude. Looks good to me. I'd try it. Like, And that's the thing with bourbon, too, is it's subject to your taste buds, not everybody else's. So true. Although if there's like a, a market where it's like everybody likes it, then you know it's probably good. Oh, right. Geez. These fucking guys again. <laughs> oh no. What the fuck? They did like a whole thing here. Oh my god. Orange leather cherry orange finished thin tannic finish with a short to medium length. One note, no depth. But they wrote a whole bunch. Like when they did the they Ragged did. Branch one, they just did nothing. They, they must be like favoring the pretty bottles or something. Yeah, it looks nice. I mean, I'd love to try it, but I'm not going to buy a bottle for 70 bucks I've never had. I'd use it for a decanter. Would you would would you pick it up for that much? 70? Yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah. That's like that Augusta uh, bourbon tout that's $200. Oh my god! I don't get the sense in that, dude. I'm never gonna buy a bottle of whiskey for two hundred bucks unless it's like something I've been looking for for years, like a George T. Stag or a B. Tack or something. Buckner's thirteen year. Apparently, this is amazing. So I'm not gonna down talk this, but like two hundred dollars for this bourbon? Come on! Oh, man. And they have it sitting on top of the freaking shelf behind the counter at O'Brien's. Dude, if you look at every fucking liquor store around us, it's on the shelf. No one's buying it. That's because it's so expensive. Exactly. Look at that old ass bottle of Weller. Anyway, yeah. um, if you guys could take the a moment to uh, subscribe and uh, like our channel on YouTube um, or buy some merch, that would be super dope. Beatmaker. So youtube.com slash whiskey warehouse is our YouTube channel. And if you want to buy some merch from us, we just released some new designs. Uh, go to any one of our YouTube videos and there's a link down there, or you can go to, uh, let's see if I can say this right. Spreadshop.com slash no shop dot spreadshop slash whiskey warehouse. I think that's it. Uh, if you want to send us an email, that would be whiskeywarehouseus at gmail.com. Any questions you have, Nick uh, will feature them on the show. Questions, so. episode ideas, anything you guys got. And I think that's it, right? You yep. don't have anything else? That's it. Follow us on Instagram at Whiskey Warehouse. Twitter is kind of dead. Uh, Facebook at Whiskey Warehouse One. Uh, Facebook's about dead too, buddy. We need to get that up and running again, dude. I mean, I'm on it. It's just there's no interaction whatsoever. Damn. We get like, that's like the 
old folks. That, that's who drinks whiskey. So we got to get that like up and running again. Uh, I, I mean, I do my best, but there's not jack shit. Everything posts. Everything posts from our uh, Instagram. So, well, actually, some stuff I've been posting on there says like unable yeah, to post well, on that's, Facebook. Yeah, that's in our story. Oh, but, yeah, we'll talk about that. There's nothing. There's nothing I can do really, like outside of paying money to advertise their stuff, which, by the way, has become the main thing for uh, Facebook. Facebook. Yeah, oh, yeah. Is paying so that people will see your shit. And I'm not really down for that. It's not really worth it if you're not making money. So right, right. All right, homie. I'm out. I gotta go. All right, dude. I'll talk to you later. Yeah, we'll see you later, dude. Let's try to get something together here soon. Definitely. All right. Bye. Have a beautiful time. (laughs) See you, buddy. See ya. All right. That's it for us. Thank you everybody for watching. Appreciate you guys. And appreciate you, Craig, that's recording us. Come join our Discord, guys. Join in on the conversation, and you can watch us go live on our Instagram or uh, on our podcast when we record. So, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. We will see you. Bye. <laughs>